0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode 12 of Finance with Fernando. I am your host, Fernando John DeCunha, a.k.a. the Mortgage Maverick. As always, please follow me on my Facebook page at Fernando John DeCunha or via Instagram at Mortgage Maverick, M-O-R-T-G-A-G-E-M-A-V-E-R-I-C-K. It is an ode to my Top Gun uh, movie. Anyway. Uh, today is, as I mentioned, episode 12, we'll be discussing the opinions of the mortgage process. Somewhat open-ended, right? Well, what I mean by the opinions of the mortgage process is basically uh, what consumers believe the mortgage process is and will be, um, what they hear from you know, either past clients, family, friends, uh, professionals. Whatever the situation may be, but the reason why I'm making this a topic is because everyone has their own opinion on obta- uh, obtaining a loan, um, and what I mean by that is is that I've spoken to you know dozens, maybe even hundreds of people that when I, I sit down with them or I speak with them for the first time, they say, "Well, I heard that this happened," or. Um, I heard that, you know, it's really a terrible experience or something along uh, along those lines. You know, some people say, hey, it was great, you know, if if they've bought or refinanced in the past. But um, I think it's a topic in itself because it's interesting for me to actually kind of say it out loud what I've heard and and really what it is as opposed to what you may think it is as far as the process is concerned. So um, the... The typical feedback that I hear uh, over the past few years, now keep in mind, I've been doing mortgages for about eight, nine years now. So um, I was not around during the subprime days, you know, where it's basically you have a pulse and you get a mortgage. And I've said that a few previous episodes Um, when I entered the mortgage industry and real estate it was uh going through a reform in which it was extremely strict to get a loan you know you're talking about the 2010 uh 2011 time frame where you know it's um the paperwork was abundant you know they they were really restrictive in lending to people who uh may even be able to afford the property and you know really request as much documentation as possible at that point to try and get things back on track Um, nowadays it has, uh, become a little more lenient and I think a lot easier for someone to apply for a mortgage. And I think that goes with, with really any type of lending, whether it's a credit card, a car loan, a home equity line, a personal loan, a commercial loan, you know, whatever the situation may be. I think it is a lot more lenient, um, in today's day and age, as opposed to about eight, nine years ago, 10 years ago. Um, but the process as a whole is really what you make of it, and this is the purpose of this topic um, and what I mean by that is is that just like anything in life, don't take the opinion or feedback of others um, too seriously because you know they may have a different financial scenario and I'll give you an example. you know I had a a client at one point who you know um was having trouble getting their credit kind of where we needed it to be. And, uh, you know, I was coaching them, but the issue was is that they, they just didn't have sufficient credit. They didn't have established credit is probably the best way to describe it. And at one point, uh, the client says to me, well, you know, my coworker had no problem getting a loan. And, you know, I immediately stopped and said, listen to what you're saying, you know, your, your coworker had no problem getting a loan, but your coworker could be making double, triple, quadruple the amount that you are, right? You don't know what their pay is. You don't know what their credit history is. You don't know what their situation and who they're applying, you know, applying with, or what type of home they're buying, you know? Um, so each individual scenario is completely different. You can't compare yourself and your mortgage or your loan you're applying for, to anyone else but you, because just like everyone in the world, we're all different. Each person has their own different type of financial standing and credit profile. Um, And that's really what I wanted to convey today is that, you know, the process, once again, it's what you make of it. It's, um, you know, it is going to be different than anyone. And and that's why the feedback is a little convoluted, you know, um, step by step. It's the hardest part of obtaining any type of financing. Um, and obviously I, I'm going to speak specific of mortgage is always the beginning because you have to see what you qualify for and what type of home, uh, or loan is really best suited for your financial needs. And, you know, we've, you know, we've covered in previous episodes of the podcast, the types of loans. Um, so that's, I'm not going to go there in that sense, but you know, realistically it's, um, it's one of those things where you have to first find out what you best qualify for, what you know best suits your needs, and then at that point, kind of take the step forward of okay, now what do I need to reinforce this, you know, this deal, this loan? Um, and that's where it, it gets a little hairy, and a lot of clients get confused with the documentation that is required. So typically, what I'll do in the beginning of a mortgage process, whenever I'm pr- uh, pre-qualifying a client. I get their documentation up front and the documentation is fairly straightforward. It's all your financial documents. So, we follow something called the 221 rule, okay? Um and that's that's the best thing for you to follow if you're ever applying for a mortgage, the 221 rule. 2 years of tax returns, 2 years of W2s, 1 1 month of pay stubs. And I'm I'm doing a 2212 rule, but it's Two years of tax returns, W-2s, two years, um, two months of bank statements, uh, most recent bank statements, and one month of most recent pay stubs. Um, sorry for like the choppiness there. So anyway, the two-two-one uh, is you know is applicable whenever you apply for a home mortgage. You may need some additional info on top of that, depending on your situation. You know, if you're using other income, whether it be. Um, separation income, you know, due to a divorce or, uh, any type of, you know, disability income or social security or pension or anything along those lines, you will need different documentation than what I just mentioned. But the two, two, one rule definitely applies to majority of clients, um, applying, you know, the two years of tax returns, W2s, two months of most recent bank statements and one month of pay stubs, most recent pay stubs. Um, but, You know, typically what I'll do is is I'll have a conversation with whomever is buying or refinancing or, you know, looking to finance real estate and kind of get an idea of what they do for a living, where they hold their money, um, you know, how recent how recently they filed their taxes, if they're on, uh, you know, an extension of taxes, etc. And uh, and that's where I'll compile my list and I'll email a bullet point list um, to that client just saying, you know, this is what I need and I do that in the beginning. I don't wait until they find a home or, you know, we we discuss numbers if they're refinancing. I try and get that out of the way in the beginning so at least they're educated in knowing what I need. Um, and I like to get ahead of it simply because the worst thing that could happen, more so when you're looking to buy real estate and obtain financing, is that you get an accepted offer You get the inspection done, you pay a deposit on the contract, you sign the contract, now you're legally obligated, and then all of a sudden the lender is getting your documentation and what they took from you as far as verbal information to pre-qualify you doesn't match your documentation and now you're not qualified. Um, And it has to be avoided simply because there's too many hands involved, too many hands in the pot. Um, you know, with the real estate agent, the attorney, the seller, the buyer, title companies, you know, appraisers, inspectors, etc. And there's money being spent when you buy real estate from day one. And as a lender, I want to make sure that not only is my client protected and, you know, may not be approved because it still has to go in front of an underwriter, but at least I'm, you know, fairly, uh, confident that it's going to it's going to work because we, you know, as lenders, as mortgage consultants, we have to wear that underwriter hat. You know, we have to look at the risk. And before I submit it, I actually like to go over the, what I call the good, bad, and ugly with my client. Um, and hopefully there's no bad or ugly. Hopefully it's all good. But once again, it's all about, it's all about prefacing the submission to underwriting and making sure that I go over any type of issues ahead of time before my client spends money. Um, so that's that's something, you know, as far as the opinion of the mortgage process, that's really it in a nutshell. I mean, it's, you know, do it on your own, really work with someone that is experienced, that cares about your needs and doesn't care about the commission in their pocket. Um, that's something that unfortunately it's too common you know professionals nowadays not only in real estate but in business in general are more worried about the money as opposed to the well-being of the person they're working with Um, they don't care about the relationship they care about the the either the Commission or however they're paid afterwards and it's really a shame but um, if you work with someone that cares about you your family and uh, makes sure that they put you in a right position to buy and be safe and be happy with your decision Um that's what's most important. So um opinions on the mortgage process, you know, years ago, like I said, they were extremely negative. Now I think they've kind of taken a turn for the better. Um, you know, and hopefully it will stay that way. But if you have any questions or you need anything, um obviously feel free to reach out to me. Hopefully this somewhat short episode was uh slightly informative as far as what you know what you will need um and what to expect when moving forward with real estate financing. Uh, as I mentioned in past episodes, I could help you buy your first, next, and last home. Thank you so much for listening. As always, please share, and I'll see you on the next one. Thank you very much.